Hello there. You're listening to Accessibility Moving Forward. Oh, good. On our last podcast. I am going to give you guys a real treat. I'm going to be right on the podcast. I'm going to be putting something up my nose. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet again another Accessibility Moving Forward podcast. I'm so excited. We are bringing you this nose cast, but I also want to tell you that waiting for UPS to come and bring by by Navaj tomorrow. I can't wait to get it in my hands. But until then, I really need to get some sleep. I, I wonder what the system will look like and what it will be like. We'll know sometime in the afternoon when UPS arrives. Now I just have to get some well-deserved sleep. All this sneezing is driving me crazy. Yes, sleep is what I need. Sleep. Bill, are you the UPS driver for Navaj now? Yes. What are you doing here? He's sliding a braille card over to me. It says, This device, batteries installed and fully working. Just press the button. Let's try starting up this Navage unit. Battery low. Ah, my goodness, it's working perfectly. Yes. And it's starting to drip the saline solution in, yes? Yes. Yes. No, no, it's too much. It's too much, Bill. Cut it off. Stop it. (laughs) Stop waving that thing at my nose. Stop waving that thing at my nose. What a dream. Hi, everybody. Big R here. I'm going to record a demonstration of what the Navaj system sounds like. When we talk about buying these items, we talk about buying them for ourselves and making them aware of them. But we're not saying go out and run out and buy them just because we feel they're good. But we feel these are good products that we mention. It is up to you to get them if you so choose. Now, this device is accessible. Basically, you just have to know how to put a few things together. And when the item comes, hopefully this demonstration will give you some insight on how to put it together. I looked at it and went, hmm, this is interesting. I wonder how this goes together. And you do have to kind of fiddle with it a little bit to try to figure it out. I FaceTime Bill. He told me how he put his together, and then I used it as a guide. I also... Uh, <laughs> neglected to tell you that Bill ordered one of these devices too and it's just called the Navaj system and we've got the middle version which is the Navaj system plus some salt packs that you use uh, you use a saline solution and uh, oh yes I heard from uh, a couple of other listeners who decided to try out the Navaj system just by us talking about it on our podcast and like to say thanks for listening everybody and thanks for trusting the knowledge that we give so that you can benefit too everything that we talk about is accessible and this is not a device that is made to be accessible although it is so we talk about things that are accessible that are even not meant to be i'm going to describe the device i'm going to pick it up in my hand 
it's kind of, uh, it's hard to explain. It's tapered at one end where the um, nose pillows go, and they are rubber devices that fit into your nose. And then it tapers from the front to the back where the thickest part is, and mine is in its caddy. So I'm going to pick up the device in my hand. Nose pillows fit toward you, and they're facing sort of at an upwards angle. And there is one button on the right-hand side near the back that you press, and it's got a two-position press. You press it halfway down, and then it creates a vacuum in your nose and ears to make sure they're sealed. And then you have to seal your throat so the water doesn't go in back of your palate, so it doesn't disturb you. That saline can taste kind of funky, but uh, if you press the button all the way down, it starts to use the suction and it starts the water pump flowing so that it starts to penetrate your nasal passages almost instantly. But to, to close off your throat, they suggest saying the word song, like sing a song. And when you get to the part, that closes your throat. So I just, I just pick it up and I know how to close my palate off so it doesn't the saline doesn't go into the back of my throat. So I don't even seal my ears anymore. They say you can push it all the way down so it seals and flows at pretty much the same time. That's how I do it. You will get your own system down if you choose to buy the product. All right, so the first thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to demonstrate the flow of it and what it sounds like, and then I'm going to take it apart and show you how to clean the device. So the first thing I is I use distilled water heated for 28 seconds in the microwave and I use seven ounces of it. I have a perfect seven ounce glass that I use to pour the water from it into the Navage system. Uh, seven ounces is the capacity. You can get by with a full cup of eight ounces, but it gets pretty sloshy. And then you uh, pour it into the device and then when you add the salt pack. You shake the device just a little bit to get the saline solution mixed with the water. Now they say you can use filtered water but you want to use filtered water then you want to get it to a rolling boil for three minutes and then you have to let it set a long time like two hours for it to cool off. I don't recommend doing that because you have to wait although you could prepare water at a certain uh, time to allow for that. I just find it easier to use distilled water and heat it that way. Everybody will have their own method. Distilled water, you can get about a, maybe about 80, 70, 80 cents for a gallon of it. So it's, it's pretty inexpensive. The first thing that I'm going to do is uh, pick up my uh, bottom tank. It has uh, basically two tanks on it. One that pulls the water from your nasal passages going through the first tank. And then all the residual stuff that's in your nasal uh, passages flow into this bottom tank which I'll pull out of the caddy. It's just a, a tank and you have to rinse all this stuff out. Look for details if you really want to invest in the system. My advice is to look on YouTube but you really have to clean it every time just with water or you can use a vinegar and water solution or you can use uh, soap um, like dish soap or something that uh, that you that you trust. 
and then maybe after a week I used a like a vinegar solution to clean it. I've had this device now for about six days as I demonstrate this uh, to you guys and I must say it's just a vast improvement. Uh, it's I, I can't even describe it. I just breathe easier. My nose is totally clear. Um, it's just been fantastic for me. But remember, my findings may not concur with yours. So um, basically I'm going to fit the tank, the bottom tank, on the bottom of the device. And it just fits on. You can hear it sitting on there. But it's straight on on the bottom of the device. There it goes. And uh, it's, it's like putting together a puzzle, sort of, but it's not difficult. You just put it on and you'll be able to feel when it sits on there. And like that. And then I'm going to twist it. And I just give it a little twist and you can hear these, the switches lock in. The top part of the device has a switch as well. So both of the switches, the top and the bottom tank, have to be engaged. Now I'm going to set the device on the sink. And by the way, you should be facing forward, standing up straight over a sink. And then you can engage the device. I'm at my caddy now, which is has a little tray in the back. Well, depending on which way you face it. Um, it's Usually it's in the back of the device. I've got mine turned, so it's sitting sideways. So I'm going to reach into the back of it, pull out the salt pod. If you shake it, you can hear it's, it's liquid. It looks like, kind of like a K-cup, only it looks like a K-cup that has been shaped into a crescent. Um, sort of like a half moon. The tin foil, it's made out of tin foil and plastic. Um, you must turn the salt capsule so that the tin foil is on the bottom. And it faces so that the, it uh, kind of looks like a smiley face. So the, the crescent part of it goes toward the back of the uh, chamber. So I'm going to lift the, the cover from the uh, salt chamber. And then we're going to insert the water. And it's just a matter of taking my glass and pouring the water into the device. I face it so that the nose pillows are facing to the right. That way I can pour water in straight. I'm going to pour it now so you can hear it. And it's full. I'm going to set the glass down. And I'm using uh, a little sound leveling so it levels out the sound so you can hear the water going easier. Now, if you have trouble pouring, my recommendation is to get a small funnel and putting it into the aperture where the water goes. And then you won't have any issues. I don't have any pouring issues, except when I'm pouring in front of a crowd. And <laughs> we won't go into that. All right, I'm setting the smiley face toward the device where the, the, the sort of uh, curve is going to the back of the uh, salt chamber. I'm going to just set it in there and it just fits in just like that and it just gets placed in. When you close the cover that's called the crushing chamber and that crushes the, the pack 
it forces it down into the chamber. And then the final click actually locks that other switch that's engaged in the salt chamber so that it will run. It will not run. Again, it will not run without a salt pack. So I'm going to press it down and you'll hear it. Watch. They recommend to wet the uh, sound pillows just a little bit, the nose pillows just a little bit, so that when they go into your nose, it, they, you, they will, will create a better seal. And when I insert these pillows, you'll hear my, my voice sounds like I have sort of a cold. And you just make sure that they are sealed and I won't be able to talk for a minute because I'm going to make that song sound to seal it. Then I'll press the button and you'll just hear it work. That's all there is to it, guys. So I'm facing forward. Oh, I have to shake it. I forgot. So out of my nose it comes. Little shake. There it goes. Back in my nose. And this is real life, guys. And here we go. Song. Okay. It's flowing, and you can hear me talk. And you may have heard that pitch change. It's all done. It takes about 30 seconds. And they say it take a challenge. Do it for 10 days for two times a day. And uh, hopefully you will notice the difference too. What I'm going to do is run some warm water into the sink. Now I'm going to take the top part and just give it, face the nose pillows to the left. And I'm going to turn the tank so the top part of it turn the device the top of the device to the right you heard that little click so the top comes off and that's the upper chamber and I'm going to give it a rinse under the sink And they want you to dry everything off, so that's that part's done. And then the bottom comes off, so I'll just give another twist to the right, give it a rinse. And then when it's all done, being rinsed, then you just dry it, put it back in its caddy. You might want to let it dry out for a little bit. And then it's done. Now we're left with the top part, which contains the, the motor, the pump, and all that stuff. And you want to open up the salt chamber and get the uh, salt pod out of it. So you just raise the door, pull the salt pack out, and throw it away. And they really don't want you to run it underwater, but they give you a little cleaning tool but they do want you to rinse out the salt chamber, crusher, cover, to get rid of all the salt residue that may be trapped in there. And then they give you this cleaning tool that you can clean the bottom of the device that the water flows from. And I do that 
at the end of the day. Believe it or not, that's all there is to it. Oh yes, I forgot to remove the nose pillow dock, which is a little square piece that nose pillows, the rubber nose pillows fit onto. You take them off, you run that underwater, make sure that they're flowing from both sides. And we're done. The rest of the demonstration, all I'm going to do is dry it off. And that's all there is. Totally accessible, totally usable by a blind individual, uh, low vision, sighted, whoever you are that's listening to this, it's very usable. And uh, both Bill and I highly recommend the device. As a matter of fact, we give them a five-star review. All right, I'm going to dry this thing off. I'm going to end this recording. Hope you've enjoyed this demonstration. <sighs> Man, just imagine the dream I had where Bill Tillery was the UPS driver bringing my Navage system. All right, hope you've enjoyed this demonstration. I forgot to mention the top part where the motor is housed. That is where you put the batteries. It takes two of them. And they say they last approximately three months, I believe. But if you notice any degradation in the sound of the pump, replace the batteries. And that's all there is to it. And now, a demonstration from Bill Tillery and his weather station. Wow, this is really some blow we're getting on the Gulf Coast today. I need to close this front door and I really could use a superman to come by and help me with this struggle. I'll see you later, Bill. Oh, really? You know, someone just told me that the superhero that came by to help me this morning had a big R on his chest instead of a large S. I wonder who that could have been. Oh, well, on with the cast. Thank you, Randy. I am going to give you a brief overview of the smart home weather station created and marketed by the Weatherflow Group. You can find out much more information about pricing, ordering, setting up and using this product at www.weatherflow.com. Weatherflow is all one word, W-E-A-T-H-E-R-F-L-O-W. I am really excited about this product because it now provides real-time weather information, not from a reporting station somewhere in the distance, but in my own yard as I have set up the devices to receive and transmit to me the information over a variety of devices. Again, thanks to smart home technology via iOS, Android, Amazon, or Google devices. While there is very little printed documentation in the box, there are many installation setup and use files on the support section of the webpage, as well as a fact section and a community forum section for contacting other users if help is needed. If further assistance is needed, it is possible to send a message from the webpage or from an email client to support at weatherflow.com. A ticket is created, and within 24 hours, someone from their great support staff will respond, and usually with very helpful information.
I think it is highly possible for a blind or low vision individual to install, set up, and use this product with very little or virtually no sight of assistance, depending on one's own do-it-yourself expertise. I had some sighted assistance as I went along, and I will tell you about that as I describe the four main components of this product. The first component is known as the Wi-Fi hub. It is a rectangular box, and on the bottom of it, for orientation purposes, is a very glossy label that contains your unique four-digit serial ID as well as the FCC regulatory certification information. This is where I got some sighted assistance from a lovely volunteer at Be My Eyes. I was able to scan this label with an OCR app on my phone, but I wasn't sure which of the numbers would actually be the serial number and because it's not listed as serial number. So she very kindly read me all of the information. I saved it, sent support an email, and very shortly got back the fact that it's just that four-digit number next to the word hub. And from that point, I was able to set up and install the Wi-Fi connection for the product. The hub does come with a USB cable that's micro to USB and also with an adaptable mail plug for plugging into a wall receptacle for power purposes. The second component is called the air sensing unit and it provides ambient air temperature, dew point, relative humidity, and barometric pressure in mercury inches. It is also the lightning detecting unit. This is the smaller of the two sensing units, is cylindrical in shape, and is powered by four AA lithium batteries which are also included in the package. The third component is called the sky unit and it is a larger and reminds me of a toadstool or a mushroom with a long stem. And on the top of it is the haptic sensors for rain information. It also has sonic sensors for wind information that is provided to you. And it will also give you a record of when rain occurred, how much it occurred, how light or heavy the rain is, also, wind speed up to 100 miles an hour with wind direction once you set this unit up outside. The unit also provides sky information such as UV index, sonic solar radiation, and the brightness and lumens of the sky as it is occurring in real time. The sky unit is powered by eight AA batteries or with the optional included solar powering unit that attaches to the bottom and that is the fourth component of this system. There are a few accessories in the box such as a pole mount accessory if you want to put it on the pole which I did outside and this really works quite well for setting up the system. You need to set this sky unit up outside in full view of the sun with very few blockages such as buildings or fences because you want the unit to be surrounded by the airflow to get an accurate reading of wind speed. It is recommended that you set up the air sensing unit out of the sun, always in the shade, so that you get an accurate reading of ambient temperature. You will also need to have it in a place where it can accurately track lightning strikes. And that's what's in the box. Let's briefly examine two ways of retrieving real-time weather information 
from the weather flow system. I'm using iOS and Amazon, so I will cover first of all the iOS app. When you go to the app store, you simply search for weather flow, download it, install it, and the name will then change to smart weather. When I first installed this app, I was using iOS 12.4.1, and I realized that some of the buttons on the main screen were not labeled, so I had to use the trial and error method to first create my login information and then go back and actually set up the weather system. However, iOS 13 now provides some possibility suggestions on the main screen that will help you to quickly set up your account and then set up your weather station. Here is a view of the initial screen when you open Smart Weather for the first time. Since I'm using iOS 13, you will hear the iOS suggestion labels for the buttons and they are correct. Open Smart Weather. Smart Weather. Button. That button does nothing and never has. It's the top button when you first open the screen. Weather flow. Button. Possible text. Create account. Begin smart weather station setup. And of course you do have to create your own personal account to receive the information. Button. Possible text. Sign in. View existing smart weather station data. This is how you will start your weather flow system. Open Smart Weather. Smart Weather. Beaver Creek Home button. This is the top of the first screen. Once you're logged in and are looking for your weather information. Stations button. This is the name of my station, Beaver Creek Home. You can also add multiple stations if you choose. Current conditions Current button. conditions takes you into a full weather page, including the current dew point, many other aspects of the weather, and some of them, such as wet bulb and delta T, uh, will give you pause unless you understand meteorology, but it really is interesting to learn some of it. Back patio, 89.8 degrees Fahrenheit, feels like 100 degrees. This is the name of my air sensor. It is on the back patio, of course, and it's about eight feet off the ground, so I get really good response. Humidity button. This button was not available in previous versions of iOS. It opens a graph. I have not been able to read that graph yet. 61%. Back patio, 29.931 inches of mercury. Trend, falling. Notice that it says falling because it's in real time. If this changed in mercury inches, it would change almost instantly. Back patio, last detected, 1W, distance, 1114 miles, last three hours, zero. It's been a week since we've had any lightning strikes. It gives you the distance of the closest lightning strikes. Notice that we have also not had any lightning within the last three hours. Front yard, 2.5, SSW, 0.3 miles per hour, gusting, 0.2 miles per hour. This is the sky sensor, and I have named it front, front yard. yard where it's zero points. Front yard, none. Today, 0, 0.00 in. Yesterday, 0, 0.00 in. This is the rain information. It will give you how heavy or light the rain is. It will also give you an up-to-date and accurate amount of falling rain as well as a result of the rain. Front yard, UV, 2.5. 
The UV has dropped considerably from earlier this afternoon. Very important. Brightness button. Another button that was not available that opens the graph. 14,710 lux button. The UV brightness in lux. Solar radiation button. Another button that opens the graph. 122 W M2 button. Solar radiation is a very complex piece of weather information, but it is really interesting to study. Back patio voltage 2.95V state good. This is a battery card information and you can choose in settings whether or not to have this available on your front screen. Front yard voltage 3.49V state good. Notice it gives you not only the current measure of the value of the battery life or charging, but it also gives you the state. Possibly share. iOS suggestion, possibly share. If you set up a weather ground account, you can share your information publicly. Selected. Now, tab one of four. There are four tabs across the bottom. The first one from the left, bottom left, is now, and that's where we are. History, tab two of four. The history is very rich and takes you back quite a ways. Map, tab, three of four. The map is a standard map with a map pin. Once you set up your account and enter your information, it will give you either your very correct address or close to it. I realized that for about the first week, it was about five addresses off, but due to the machine learning, it did change that and now it reflects my accurate address if I open this. Settings. Tab 4 of 4. Settings is feature rich. You can change the name of your station. You can change the name of your devices. As I said, you can choose to have or not have the battery card. There are other cards that you can open and close uh, at your own desire. And as again, everything is editable within the settings portion of this app. For Amazon product use, you will need to first open the weather flow skill. And go into the A Lady app, choose menu, my skills, select weather flow, open settings, and then link your smart weather account. And, and as stated earlier, it is possible to obtain your personal real time weather information tracking from several platforms. And to conclude this demonstration, here is one from the Amazon ecosystem. Ask Weatherflow what is the weather. Here is your report for Beaver Creek Home. It is 79 degrees Fahrenheit with a relative humidity of 79%. The barometric pressure is 30.147 inches of mercury. The winds are from the west at 1.8 miles per hour and gusting up to 5.8 miles per hour. So far today, it has rained 0.14 inches. Yesterday it rained 0.24 inches. The last lightning strike detected was 14 hours ago and less than 12 miles away. Well, I sincerely hope that this brief introduction and overview of the Smart Home Weather Station by Weatherflow will assist you in deciding whether or not you could use your own personal weather station. For me, I truly enjoy it, have been looking forward to having something like this for many, many years. So I'm going to say good day to you. I'm going to open my hatch and enjoy this sunny day on the beautiful Gulf Coast.
the big show off at the end of September and it's snowing here. The big show off. On behalf of Randy Rustic and myself, this is Bill Tillery saying thank you again so much for joining us on this episode of Accessibility Moving Forward. We are always pleased when you send us your suggestions and comments reaching amf at gmail.com. That's reaching amf at gmail.com. You also may contact us via Twitter. Our handle there is at A11YAMF. That's at A11YAMF. Or you may leave us a voicemail at 218-209-2133. That's 218-209-2133. As always, you, our listeners, are the most important part of this cast. It would be worthless to do it without you. Thanks, and be with us next time for our next episode of Accessibility Moving Forward. Remember, as Bill said, without you, we're absolutely nothing.